John chapter 8, verse 12. Let's read that. John chapter 8, verse 12. And then we'll go to Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14. Uh, Youth pastors and pastors, youth workers, if you brought a group, come to the breakfast uh, if you want to. Chick-fil-A, biscuits, minis, fruit. College students, you can't come. I see your eyes. So, John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. You see it in your Bible? Flip over to Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14. Ye are the light of the world. Now, when I got called to preach, I was 17 years old. I had, I had a Bible, and I had read just a little bit of the Bible to be able to go on trips and things, but I'd never read the Bible through. Uh, I didn't know a lot of the Bible. And so when I came across this, and even until recently, uh, a lot of confusion there because Jesus said he's the light of the world, and then he said we're the light of the world. Now, I'm a little confused because... We are not Jesus, contrary to popular belief. You're not. Uh, And so uh, one of us can't be the light of the world. We have to choose. And so I I hit that, and I was just like, man, I I just don't understand. Jesus, are you the light of the world, or am I the light of the world, or how does this work? Then we go on, and verse number uh, uh, 15 tells you not to hide your light. Verse 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And then I saw the answer. You see, Jesus is the light. And we are a light or the light of the light. Let me flip over to Genesis chapter 1 and I think you'll understand just a little bit better. Sorry for using so much Bible, you know, and stuff, but... It, 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 it's sort of just a, um, a, uh, a legality, you know, we have to use so much and it's part of the, uh, uh, the, the thing. So, verse 16, part of the agreement, the contract. All right, verse 16, look at this. And God made two, are you, are you there? Genesis, that's the first book. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And and I'm sorry, he made the stars also. Then if you skip down to uh, uh, to, uh, verse number 18 and to rule rule over the day and rule over the night and divide the light from the darkness and God saw that it was good. So there in verse number 16 we see that God made the greater light to rule the day and uh, the uh, the uh, lesser light to rule the night. So he makes the sun and the... Yeah. So I got to thinking that it's sort of like that. Because the moon is the light of the world when the sun's not there. Yes, sir. You don't believe me? Go to John chapter 9. Sorry, once again, I got, I got to use one more passage. Uh, it's part of... It's part of that endorsement deal. So, John chapter 9. Okay. John chapter 9. Are you there? 
Go to verse 5. Here's what the Bible says. As long as I am in the world, what? Problem solved. Jesus says, as long as I'm here, I'm going to be the light of the world. But when I get further away and I'm gone or I die on the cross and pay for the sins of the world and ascend to my Father and, and seated at the right hand of the Father making intercession for you, there's going to have to be another light. Or when the sun goes down, there's going to have to be another light to come up, which is the moon. So we've got a greater light and we've got a lesser light. Is everybody with me? A little bit of, uh, of, uh, of astrology or whatever you want to call it there uh, in the youth conference. All right, It's part of the theme. So Jesus is the light of the world. He's the great light. We are, we're the light of the world. We're the lesser lights. Is everybody still with me? Verse 16 says, let your light shine. So we're to let our light shine, but time out. Don't get too personal because let your light shine doesn't necessarily mean your light. You see, the moon has no light. It's really just a reflection of what? The sun. And many times we get it twisted and we think we have the light. But it's not our light. It's His light. This is just the introduction. I'm getting there, I promise. I got to do the Bible thing. My question is, if Jesus is the greater light and we're the lesser light and we've got all these lights... Why is there so much darkness? I mean, why is the world so dark? Now, we could do what most of us like to do and what we enjoy doing and even the, the, the type of preaching that you and I both enjoy and that we'll, I'll do a little bit tonight and, and Friday and, and, and that's to talk about that darkness and to, and to cast out that darkness and to preach against that darkness and, and, and we can say that it's dark because of Hollywood and Hollywood is dark and we could say that it is, it's dark because of abortions and abortions are dark and we can say it's dark because of homosexuals and homosexuals are dark and we could say it's dark because of rock musicians and rock music is dark and we could say it's dark because of alcohol and drugs and we could say it's dark because of worldliness and because of the rebels and because of the people that didn't come from your church and we could say it's dark because of those that are outside but we don't walk into a room and curse the darkness we turn on the light so my question is, where's the light? You see, the great light in John eight twelve says that that's Jesus. He is the light. He's the light that we have to show to the world. The lesser light in Matthew five fourteen is us. We are that light. We are to be showing His light, the light of Jesus Christ, to the world. So where is the light? I have just a, an idea of may, maybe what has been happening. Do you care to play God? <laughs> okay. Sure. All right. Now, you play God, and Brother Cooper, you play the world. Uh, it's just the way it fell with the platform seating and, and everything. So, so this is God, and this is the world. Okay? 
And I'll be me. Perfect casting. What can I say? Now, my job is to reflect the light of God to the world. Do you know there is this thing called an eclipse? And an eclipse takes place when the lesser light blocks the greater light from getting to the world. And I honestly believe in our lives tonight, there's been some eclipse. You know, there's one coming March 9th. It won't hit our side of the world, but if you fly to Honduras, you can see it real good. (laughs) I read about it. I believe tonight there's been some spiritual eclipse in our lives, and I'm going to talk about them tonight. Let's pray. Can we do that? Lord, please, fill me with your power. Help me, I pray. Lord, I believe there's a teenager tonight that's standing between you and a world that needs you. Lord, I believe there may even be some adults in this room tonight that's standing between you and some family members that need you. And God, I pray that you would stir our hearts to see that if we would just surrender to your will, Or if we would just move out of your way, you could shine your light through us to the world. Use the sermon, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, the first one I want to talk to you about, it's an eclipse of service. Matthew 5, 16 says this, Let your light so shine that they may see your good works and praise you. That ain't what it says, is it? It says, uh, and see your good works and and make you famous. That ain't what it says, is it? You know what? This is what I've always dreamed of and wanted. To be up in front of a group of people. It's good to have my dad here to hear me preach, by the way. To be up here in front of a group of people with a microphone. Now, my dream, I was actually singing. Not preaching. But to have a packed house and to be singing. But you know what? As I sat over there, I thought to myself, I'm so scared. I don't even feel like I belong. I don't even feel worthy to get up here and preach the Word of God. You know why? Because it's not my light. It's His light. And I'm just a reflection of Him. But I remember as a teenager, that's what I looked forward to. And there were there are times, and, and I've seen it even, even since I've been a youth pastor, that many times there's an eclipse of service because we're looking for an award. We're looking for a pay. We're looking for popularity. We're looking for an ego boost. And so many times we'll step in and we'll say, Hey God, I'll do what you want me to do for them. But what do I get? Hey, the disciples did that, so, uh, hey, uh, what do we get out of this thing? And Jesus said, hey, I don't even got a place to lay my head. You want to know what you get? I'm the boss. Sometimes we step in front of that light as an eclipse, 
and we want to we want to uh, shine instead of serve. And and I'm for shining, but John the Baptist was a burning and shining light. He burned before he shined. And the servant is the greatest. And if there's no, if there's no uh, uh, serve, then there's no shine. Yes, sir. Is the world seeing the light when I step in front of God? No, they're seeing me. They see me. They see what I am, what I have, and I have nothing to give. How many of y'all have ever knocked on a door and they say, I don't want to go to that church. All that goes to that church is? You know what happened? Somebody was out with the light that wasn't the light of God. They were shining their light to the, to the world instead of God's light to the world. And those people saw the wrong light. And when you and I get the wrong light shining in our pride, and, and, that's, and when our work and our pride get in the way of God's way, that's when people see the wrong thing and they stay in darkness. Serving's about God. If you're here and you serve on a bus route or you serve in your youth department or you do something for the youth pastor or you serve in your church or your pastor asks you to do something or you sing in a youth choir or you do something like that, hey, listen, you do it for God. And you do it, you do it to let His light shine through you. You don't do it for self. You don't do it for ambition. You don't do it so that you can get a boost. You, know, you, you don't do it so that your name can get praised uh, or your name can get mentioned from the pulpit or so that you may be uh, uh, exalted in the youth department or so that maybe the youth pastor thinks you're spiritual. You do it so that your light shines to the world or that God's light shines through you to the world, not so that your light shines. My light should be His light. Everybody still with me? A, a eclipse of service. It's not about us, it's about God. You see, if I get in the way of God and His light to the world, here's what happens. Eventually I go, uh, your light's a little dim. Uh, uh, your, your light's not covering uh, over here. Uh, uh, your light's not doing... And you know what happens? We get critical. And we get negative. And we get hateful. And we get mean. And that happens all the time in youth departments. And so then what happens is, is then people don't want to be there. You know why? They saw my light. Because his light's not like that. His light is love. And so when that happens, uh, that's when you and I have to get out of the way and let His light shine. If I'm in the way, it's an eclipse. It's a block light. It's darkness. An eclipse leads to darkness in the world. Number two, real quick, an eclipse of Scripture. John eight twelve says, I am the light of the world. Jesus is the light, but He's also the Word, John 1, 1. You don't have to turn there uh, because we've filled our quota, but... Psalm 119 verse 105 says this, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You see, this book is a light as well. And this book will light my path. You know, there, there, are, there were six billion King James Bibles sold. Now, I don't know what the date on that was or if that's to date or what that was, but that was a statistic that I ran across as I was preparing my message. That's a lot of light. If you could imagine a flashlight this big, like a mag light, 
That's six billion mag lights. That's a lot of light. So again, why so much darkness? Maybe because even though this is God's light and this light shines towards the world, sometimes we step in front and say, I really just don't see it that way. I, I, I really don't know if that light really, really goes with that outfit. And there's an eclipse of Scripture. This is where my wants and my personal opinions step in front of God's Word. And me as the lesser light takes place of the greater light. And I begin to shine my opinions on the world. This is where you in the youth group say, Hey, listen, I know what the youth pastor said about us needing to dress up for church. But listen, forget what he said. You just wear whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You know what you just did? You just shined your light. Hey, I know what your parents said about you not being able to go out Friday night, but they're stupid. You just shined your light of disobedient to parents. That ain't God's light. You see, God's light says that you ought to be obedient to your parents. That's a scripture eclipse. And we get in front of the world sometimes and in front, of, uh, in front of other Christian friends and we say, I disagree with that or that's outdated or I'm not convicted or that's Old Testament. Man, breathing's Old Testament. Being born was Old Testament. Being created was Old Testament. You better thank God for some Old Testament. I'm talking about those truths, those commandments, those laws, those principles, all of it that comes from the Bible as it is written. You can base your life on this book. The sin and the worldliness and the standards that, that, that we preach and teach against. Listen, let me uh, teach for and against, depending on what you're applying there. There's an eclipse sometimes because we get in the way of this book. You say, well, I meant to block out standards. Yeah, but the world hears the Savior. You go to work and you say, the world says, hey, uh, didn't you used to wear skirts? You know what the world's saying? Uh, are you still a Christian? Because you just took God's light and said... That doesn't mean anything. I'm shining my light. And my light says His Word doesn't mean anything. And to this darkened world, let me tell you what they, that they think. If that doesn't mean anything to you, neither does for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. An eclipse of Scripture. You say, well, I just meant to block out the preaching on my fun. Well, the world here heard faith. I just meant to block out preaching on dress where the world heard doctrine. A scripture eclipse number three, and I'll be finished. Matthew 5.14 says, You are the light of the world. God called us to be the light. We have an eclipse of surrender. Philippians 2.15 says that we are called to be the lights in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom you shine as lights in the world. I'm not talking to one of you or two of you or 12 of you. I'm talking to all of us in here tonight that are saved 
The, the rest of that verse in John chapter 8 and verse 12 says that He is the light of the world and that when you get the light, you get the life. So if you got the life, you got the light. And if you got the light, you need to let the light shine. Are you with me? Can I get a witness? Amen? But there's a surrender eclipse because this is where my will and my plans get in front of God's will. You see, my work and my pride and my ways and my personal opinions sometimes get in the way. But this is where my will and my plans get in the way of God's will. You see, for me to be a light, sometimes I have to give up what I, what I want and what I like and what I think. And I think, what about my plans? What about where I want to go? What about what I want to do? What about what I want to be? And the light, want, the, the light says, hey, you need to shine to the world. And the world says, I'm in darkness. I'm headed for hell. Who's going to show me the light? And here I stand in the middle and I say, What about what I want to do? What about me? What about what I want to do? And I can I completely eclipse the light, killing my surrender, blocking the light. Some of us in here, we've never even surrendered our life to Christ. Why? Because there's an eclipse. You, the lesser light, rule your life instead of the greater light. Some of you in here tonight, God's been dealing with you about preaching. You're so afraid of conferences and camps and youth, youth rallies and youth conferences because you know God speaks to your heart every time. Why? Because you, the lesser light, try to block the greater light. And you know it's something like this, the greater light busts through. Some of you have not even prayed or thought about Bible college. Why? Because the lesser light rules your life. The sad part about all this, he's still God. Listen to me real good, please. He's still God. I'm still saved. He's in darkness. Did you hear me? While we sit here tonight and fight with God's will about what we're going to do with our lives or, or, or what we got going on. Somebody help this guy right here. Help him out. Well, while we fight with what we got going on with God's will, let me tell you something. There is a world that's dying and going to hell with no hope. Amen. With no hope. And we're trying to decide what we want to do with our life. Yes, sir. They have no life. We're satisfied knowing that when we die, we're going to heaven. Yes, sir. Come on. They're not. They're not. And the sad part about all this is while, while we are, are here in the eclipse, 
The, the, the eclipse is taking place. The eclipse of surrender is taking place. And we toy with whether or not we should serve God. And we try to decide whether we believe God's word. And we sit in the pews fighting whether or not we're going to win souls. Or give, give our life to God. Or preach the word of God. The dark world grows darker and falls further into hell. And falls further into sin. And the devil grabs a stronger hold on them. And we could care less. Because we shine our light. Our light. Tonight, I wonder if you would just remove yourself. If you would just surrender. This week, I wonder if you would let God speak to your heart and if you would just get out of His way so He could shine. Heads bowed, eyes closed, nobody looking around. I want to talk to you for just a second. I wonder if there'd be somebody here that'd say, Brother Davis. Brother Davis, you preached tonight on an eclipse of Scripture, and I've been battling with what we believe in our church. And Brother Davis, God spoke to my heart, and I need to surrender. I need to surrender. I need to get out of the way and believe God's Word for what it says. Please pray for me in that matter. Anybody like that? Would you slip your hand up? Anybody else? God sees those hands. God sees those hands. God can work the first night. God can work the first night of a conference. I wonder if there would be somebody here that would say, Brother Davis, you spoke on, you spoke on an eclipse an eclipse of surrender. And God's been speaking to my heart. God's been speaking to my heart. Maybe you've never uh, uh, surrendered your life to Christ. Maybe you have, but you've taken it back. And you say, Brother Davis, God spoke to my heart about getting out of the way and letting Him shine, surrendering my life to Him. Please pray for me. Please pray for me. Anybody like that, would you slip your hand up? Hands up all over the building. God God sees your hand and even more, God sees your heart. God sees your heart. You can put your hands down. I wonder if there'd be a young man tonight that'd say, Brother Davis, God spoke to my God spoke to my heart tonight. God spoke to my heart about being a preacher, about reaching the darkness, about stepping out of the way and letting God use me to reach the darkness. Please pray for me. Please pray for me. Anybody like that, you just slip your hand up. Anybody at all? God sees those hands. God sees those hands. Anybody at all? God sees that one in the balcony. Anybody else? Listen, God sees that one over there. Listen to me tonight. If God spoke to your heart, don't stand in the way of the Holy Spirit of God. Move. Move. You're the lesser light. He's the greater light. And He wants to use you to reach a dark, dying world. Let's shine.